Hello! From Wonder Media Network, I'm Kate Kelly, host of Ordinary Equality and guest host for today's episode of Encyclopedia Womanica. As a queer woman, I think it's vitally important to tell stories of women throughout history who have broken gender norms and really paved the way for those of us today. So I'm so excited to be here. There's a famous photo of today's queer icon that was taken in 1961. She sits on a park bench, one leg crossed and a cigarette in her hand. Her suit and tie fit her perfectly. And the title reads, The Lady Who Appears to Be a Gentleman. For the first half of her career, our icon made her living exactly that way, as a drag king, singer, and MC. After the Stonewall Uprising, she became known as the guardian angel of the village lesbians, patrolling the streets for what she called ugliness. Let's talk about Stormy Delavier. Stormy Delavier was born in 1920 in New Orleans. Her father was wealthy and white. Her mother was black and a servant in her father's home. Because interracial marriage was illegal at the time, Stormy says she was never given a birth certificate. But throughout her life, she celebrated her birthday on December 24th, Christmas Eve. Much of Stormy's childhood was marked by violent bullying. Her father had her privately educated, but that didn't stop kids from routinely beating her up for being both rich and biracial. Her father sat her down one day and told her that if she didn't stop running, she'd be running for the rest of her life. When I was 15, she said in a 2001 documentary, I stopped running, and I haven't run a day since. Stormy started singing, often in local New Orleans clubs. It was there she began cultivating her deep, rich baritone, a perfect fit for the jazz songs she often crooned. When she was around 18 years old, Stormy came out as gay. Fearing for her life as a biracial lesbian in the South, she moved to Chicago. Throughout the 1940s, Stormy performed on stage as Stormy Dale, a jazz singer. She presented as a woman in dresses with long hair and a flower behind one ear. After over a decade in show business, Stormy took a trip to Miami where she visited a venue called Danny's Jewel Box. The owners mentioned they needed some help with one of their shows. Stormy agreed to six months, and she ended up staying for 14 years. The show became known as the Jewel Box Review, a touring drag cabaret. Stormy became MC, musical director, and occasionally the stage manager. At first, people warned Stormy, who was tall, broad-shouldered, and handsome, not to do drag, that it would ruin her reputation. But Stormy blew them off. It was very easy, she said later. All I had to do was just be me and let people use their imaginations. It never changed me. I was still a woman. The review grew famous for their slogan, 25 men and one girl. Audiences were aware that the drag queens, called at the time female impersonators, were the 25 men. But who was the one girl? The reveal wouldn't come until the very end, when the MC Stormy, dressed up to the nines in an impeccable suit and sometimes a mustache, 
starred in a number called A Surprise with a Song. Stormy and the Review performed in New York City and around the country, often putting on three to four shows a day. In the summer of 1969, Stormy was in New York, dressed as she often was, in masculine clothes. At the time, New York had what was called a three-item rule. Anyone, though the law was targeted at queer folks, especially lesbians, had to be publicly dressed in at least three items of clothing that matched their sex assigned at birth. Laws like these antagonized Stormy. She was harassed for wearing men's clothes and at least twice arrested for wearing a dress because police were convinced she was a man in drag. But she was never one to back down from a fight, and she wore whatever she wanted. In the early hours of June 28, 1969, Stormy was at the Stonewall Inn, a gay club in Greenwich Village. Police raided the club, hauling out patrons, including Stormy, under all kinds of homophobic laws. A crowd began to form outside. People were tired and angry and fed up. Legend has it that a lesbian in a three-piece suit punched a police officer. The identity of that person has never been revealed, but a number of witnesses, and Stormy herself at one point, said she'd been the one to throw that first punch. And that punch was what sparked the Stonewall Uprising. Those five days of riots shifted the course of queer history. They are why we celebrate Pride in the month of June. But Stormy didn't quite see them as a riot. That was no riot. Everybody says a riot. It was, it was a, a disobedience, and then they started fighting back. It was a rebellion. And once they got the hang of it, <laughs> they rebelled quite well. In the month after Stonewall, Stormy's partner of 25 years, a dancer named Diana, died. In the wake of her death, Stormy left show business. She was nearly 50, but strong and imposing with a license to carry. And she dedicated the rest of her life to protecting her chosen family. Until she was 85 years old, Stormy worked as a bouncer for several lesbian bars in Lower Manhattan. Though she described herself as a, quote, babysitter of all my people, all my boys and girls. She was known for roaming the streets, looking for what she called ugliness, bullying, rudeness, racist or homophobic behavior, anything that threatened her, quote, baby girls. She literally walked the streets of downtown Manhattan like a gay superhero, a friend told the New York Times in 2014. She was not to be messed with by any stretch of the imagination. Stormy lived her own life like one long rebellion. She challenged ideas around gender, performance, and sexuality. She put her body on the line to ensure acceptance and kindness, and she never, ever ran from a fight. Who's Stormy? I'm a human being that survived. I've helped other people survive. Stormy died in 2014 at the age of 93. All month, Encyclopedia Womanica is celebrating Pride. To get Womanica in your inbox, check out the Womanica Weekly Newsletter. Follow Encyclopedia Womanica on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. Special thanks to Encyclopedia Womanica for having me on today's episode. 
You can find me at Kate underscore Kelly underscore ESQ on social media and on WMN's original podcast, Ordinary Equality. Happy Pride, y'all.